0: Hello everyone! Welcome to the Charge Shot Games Cast. Each and every friends gather around and talk about the games they're playing, the things going on in their lives. Today, I'm with me, Justin.
1: What is up, fam? Wow. Okay, Ben, <laughs> bring it.
0: Eh, hey, come on. Is that is that from a fighting game? Bringing it sounds it's, like it's Terry Bogard. This. Oh Wait, my what? god! No, I didn't What's hear what Ben. What'd you say? Eh,
2: hey, come on. They have, like how Terry? Bogard, okay, yeah, that's what, what I thought it was. Yeah. Just try to say it like Terry Bogard in his Japanese American <laughs> Yeah, because you didn't play SNK. I didn't either. I hope i kidding. Right. I'm fucking broad. Um, but I know about him because I watched Maximilian do streams and he have you, loves Have you never played a King of Fighters game? No, I play King of Fighters. It's just not, it's just, it, I just never played it when I was young. Okay. But I played KOF 98. 90, 98?
0: I played one of them for There's sure. There's quite a few King of Fighters games, if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I've played... There's like 15 I've of, them. One of them. you played was, one of them.
2: Because, uh... Oh, it was KOF 15. I think it was KOF 13. Yeah, because it was free for PlayStation right. Plus. It was KOF 13. I really liked that one. That was cool.
0: Alright. Uh, so this week, we're gonna start with... Justin. Surprisingly. That... What?
1: Was it I guess it was a joke? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, um, I've mostly, speaking of surprising, I've mostly just been playing ReCore, um, which is a game that, you know, existed at one point. Um, It's not bad. (laughs) I know that's not a glowing praise for it. It's a video game. It is. But for anyone that doesn't know, like never, you know, played it or just... Completely forgot that it existed. It's kind of like Metroid Prime mixed with Ratchet and Clank in some ways. It's not as good as either of those games, but like that's kind of the the basic breakdown of the gameplay. Um, which is an interesting mix because it has kind of some of the like exploration elements where it's not like you know level to level. <laughs> it's actually like an interconnected map. It has that from like Metroid Prime and some of the traversal mechanics uh like this one of your bot things it's like a it's kind of like a spider ball except it moves way faster and it's actually really fun to use um and you have like a double jump and a few other kind of you know cool like metroidvania style mechanics that you unlock over time um but then it's also a lot about like uh getting new weapons and uh, uh and like it's more of, like, just a shooter game. Um, I actually thought there was going to be a lot more uh, puzzle-y, kind of, like, Metroidvania-style elements to it than there are. But most of the rooms boil down to just shooting all the enemies in there, and then moving on to the next room where there might be kind of a simple puzzle, and then another room of sh- shoot all the enemies. It gets a little redundant. There's a lot of grind in there. Um, but... I don't know. There's something that like keeps me coming back to it. Like I played it pretty much all weekend. Um, I actually got pretty far, and I, I couldn't put it down. Um, and maybe it's that that kind of destiny grind idea where it's like I can just go a little bit more. I got to get my you know my robots up to a, a higher level so they can get them. I can equip them with this new equipment that I crafted, but they can't wear yet. Um, or like you know I just got to get through one more shrine because uh, it's like kind of like. Basically, the overworld is just, like, an open world. Like, it's actually pretty bland. Um, but then you go into these kind of shrine areas where you get, like, these uh, prismatic orbs that are, like, the currency in the game. So, like, the more of those you get, the the bigger, like, harder shrines you can get into. And you also need them for, like, you know, actual story progression. Um, and then there's other things like health upgrades, treasure chests, that kind of stuff in each of the shrines. But those are where, like, kind of the puzzle meat of the game is. So, like, you might go into a shrine and, like, there's no enemies. It's just, like, a speed, uh, like, a race to, like, you know, platforming all the way to the end. And if you, like, get all of the things by the end, then you unlock all of the treasures and the orbs and everything like that. Uh, but some of them are just, like like, combat gauntlets. And the combat in that game is not very good. Uh, like I said, it's very much just a shooting game. So, like, you know how Ratchet and Clank, you have, like, a bunch of different weapon types, and you can switch between them, and, like, there's cool different, like, you know, goofy things that they each do, and you can mix them up over what works best for the situation. This is just different colors. So, some like, there's, uh, red, yellow, blue, and white. That you toggle between with the directional pad. And some enemies are just those solid colors, and so you just have to switch to that to do extra damage against them, and that's it. That's that's the combat. Um, others are, like, purple or green, and they might switch throughout combat to, like, you know, blue and red, because that's what makes purple, or yellow and blue, because that makes green. And, like, they'll swap throughout combat, so you have to keep switching back and forth your your weapon color. But again, that's it. <laughs> There's some enemies that will, like, pick up your little partner robot and, like, carry them away. Or they might come in and try to heal the big robots. You have to take them out before they heal so that you can keep doing damage. And, like, you can, you have a charge shot. I love everything that has charge shot because it just feels like free advertisement. Um, <laughs> there, There's a charge shot, but, like, it really doesn't do that much. It's not worth charging unless they have shield because it can take down the shield in like, one blow. But it moves really slow, usually by the time it gets to them, they've moved. Like, it's just... There's not much to the combat. And the enemies are super unfair in that, like, they're flying all over the place. And your movement's kind of slow. So, like like I said, you can double jump and you can also do a really cool dash. But both of those are kind of slow and, and chunky. And, like, enemies can zoom all over the place. So, like, by the time you figure out where they are, they're crashing into you. And, like, the recoil takes forever. So, like, you can uh, you can get hit by an enemy attack, recoil, and by the time you can move again, another enemy is on you. Um, and, like, the one cool mechanic that in the combat is, like, you can, um, get them down to a certain point and then, like, steal their orb out of them, which are, like, the kind of the colors that you use to upgrade your robots. Um, they correspond to de- like, power, defense, and health, I think, I don't remember. Uh, there's a lot of concepts in this game. I don't want to get into all of it, but anyway, this this little mini game of like kind of pulling the like the soul out of these robots basically um, is really cool and helps mix things up because because otherwise it's just continuing to shoot and shoot and shoot until they die. But like if there's any other enemies on screen, you're probably not going to be able to do it because they're going to like as soon as you try to pull the the soul out of them, another enemy is going to come up and shoot you, and then there's another recoil. And you try to, you know, activate the move again to pull it out and you get hit again. And like, that's how I kept dying. It's really annoying. Yeah. Because like, it should be a really cool thing of like, you know, steal it out of one and then go in to shoot the other. And then like, it's just a really nice combo thing. But unless you get a times 10, like attack combo, which lets you do an instant, uh, an instant steal and it automatically pulls it out without any kind of little, you know, tug of war minigame then you're basically just, like, hoping that no one attacks you while you do it. And that also heals you, like, when you actually successfully do it. So it's kind of a risk-reward thing of, like, oh, man, I gotta get, like, I gotta kill all of the enemies except one without dying. And then that one I can use to heal me. But also after combat, you start, like, slowly recharging your life. So you don't really need it at that point. You need it in the middle of combat. But then everything is after you. And it's just, like, the battlefields usually aren't big enough to juggle that many enemies in the first place, much less also juggling this mini game of pulling their souls out. Like there was one that was really making me mad because it was like it created this kind of dome, like a Stephen King's The Dome around around us, and there was like three or four of these fairly large enemies. Yeah, I dropped a Stephen King's The Dome reference in the middle of this. Don't judge me. Um there was like four big enemies around. And the battlefield was literally big enough for me to stand and them to go to, like, shuffle around. And that was it. Like, there was no dodging or anything like that. And I was trying to take all of them out without getting killed. And it's just, like, it was impossible. I had to basically just level up, like, ten levels higher than them so I even had a chance. And then I barely got out. It was just really unfair. Uh, But... That being said, like, there's enough... Like, I really do like the platforming, like, the puzzle elements of the game. Um, there's some sections that are just super satisfying, like, pairing together different robot abilities. Like, one, like I said, lets you kind of spiderball along these tracks and then, like, flings you out. Um, another one, like, lets you glide over gaps. So, like, once you start combining some of that stuff, it's like, you can basically kind of spiderball up the track... That flings you out into spa- into the middle of the air. Um, grab the next spider ball track. I'm calling it that because it's easier to understand. Uh, it, you know, shoots you around another. Because, like, you're, you're just kind of comboing that together for a while. And then it shoots you out over, like, a large gap where you can't do anything. So you, you know, double jump, dash across. You still need a little bit more. You finish it off with the glide. Land on the platform. Get the treasure. It's just a super satisfying section. And some of the the like speed challenges are really cool too, where it's just like going from platform to platform um, but once you get enemies into it, the game just becomes a lot less fun. So that's why I say it's kind of like ratchet and Clank because like there's really fun platforming stuff, whereas in Metroid I mean there's puzzles, but I I wouldn't say that the jumping around mechanics in Metroid Prime are that good. Um, fair because it's first person and it just feels weird. But this is third person, so it feels more like Ratchet and Clank, but with those Metroid Prime elements, especially since it was made by a lot of the ex-retro developers. But yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I still really like the game. Like, I want to play more of it, despite all of those criticisms. Um, and it is the definitive edition on Xbox Game Pass. So it has some of the improvements that they brought into that version, like finishing the game. You know, <laughs> yeah, they put think- the rest of the game in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you are going to play it, that's definitely the way to do it. But I just figured, like, Lo was talking about it recently, and so I figured, like, eh, it's free on Game Pass. I might as well try it out. And then I went into a hole all weekend of playing it for, like, eight hours straight. Because uh, it was a good game that I could just, like, pause whenever my wife needed something, because she's still recovering. Um, I, I Like, I didn't have to be too invested in it, you know? So it was just kind of a nice thing. But aside from that, um, I played a little bit more Grandia, but not too much... Uh, that like I still like the game. I just wasn't really feeling RPGs right now. and I also uh, the SNES games dropped with the switch online. so I was jumping into some of those. Um, and there's a lot of stinkers in there. like the one the games that I love are still really good, but like the ones that like you know I feel like they were trying to go for some more obscure picks so it wasn't just a, an SNES classic online and they didn't need any of them (laughs) um it's cool to have f0 in there like i never really played that as a kid it's actually pretty fun if not a little unforgiving uh but i didn't realize it was more of just like a straight up racer like there's not really the items or anything in there Um, so you mean you're not a fan of demon's crest actually no i was gonna get to that one um (laughs) i didn't know what that was and then i jumped into it and i'm like this actually seems kind of familiar Like, I feel like it's one of the, like, maybe a ROM I played as a kid and just kind of, like, you know, did a little bit of and then got bored and moved on. But it it seemed just familiar enough that I know I played it sometime. And it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's not a perfect game. And it got to the point where, like, I finished the first level and, like, it was actually really fun. I like the way he plays, like, with kind of the, you know, clinging under walls and, like, wall jumping up and then, like, the fire attack and some of that stuff. Uh... But then after that first level it like goes to like an overworld like RPG world map yeah. which was really weird Gives and I didn't know where seven. to go next.
2: Yes motherfucker. Yeah, but it's
1: like it's a basically a level select screen where you just kind of fly around and then you find somewhere that you can land and you land there and do the level. But it definitely feels like there's an order you're supposed to do the levels in because like I went into three different ones I think. And each one, like, there was nothing I could do. Either there was, like, an immediate barrier yeah. where I didn't have, like, the power set needed to get through it. Or I would go so far into it, but, like, I couldn't actually hurt any of the enemies. So, like, I would just try to, you know, fly past them all and, like, dodge everything. But I'm like, there's no way I can beat this level. Like, I know there's going to be a boss at the end. and if I can't hurt the enemies, I'm not going to be able to hurt the boss. I bet it's one of those games where, like, you could just go to the, the last boss and try and kill it probably. But there are some really cool, like, at the end of the first level, you get like a new a new power set or whatever, that, and like it transforms your demon. Like it actually changes your entire moveset. It's not just like, you know, one new skill or whatever. And that was really cool. I was like, oh, I want to see like what I can do with this. And then none of the levels let me use it. So I had no idea what I was actually supposed to do next. And so it's like, it feels a little bit weirdly at odds with itself. And I'm sure like fans of it are, you know, super happy. But it's very obtuse to a new player. Um, it's
0: definitely a Super
1: Nintendo game. Yeah. That's kind of true. Because I'm, I'm really enjoying jumping back into the Super Nintendo games that I loved. But I'm sure they're still obtuse to new players. <laughs> like, I, uh, today I've been re- uh, starting over in Link to the Past. Because I said on Twitter, but that's like that's one of those Zelda games I just never really got that into. Like, I loved it as a kid, because it was the most recent one. Uh, but as soon as any other game came out, that was the one I would always default back to. Like Link's Awakening, even Ocarina of Time. Like I still like that more than Link to the Past. Um, but I played a lot of Link's Awakening as a kid. And Link to the Past, I beat once on SNES, once on Game Boy Advance. And that's it. I've played through it quite a few times, like maybe halfway through the Dark World. But I would always fall off somewhere around the Skull dungeon because that is the worst dungeon ever made. Um. Yeah, I usually
0: just get the three things and then that's it.
1: Yeah, same. Once you get to the Dark World, it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> so I don't, don't want to do this. I don't really like this game anymore. <laughs> but I'm going to try to actually beat it again. Because I want to see if it holds up any better now than it did as a kid. But the point is, that game is still pretty obtuse. Like, some of those dungeon designs are not very well laid out. In a way that, like, you can go... And I know I'm just complaining about, like, oh, well, you just don't know the game well enough. Like, you don't want to have to explore just because it's not linear. Like, but there's yeah, pretty there's much- a logicality to the way that they should be laid out that makes you want to go the right way first. And with this, it's like the, the first dungeon, for example. Um, I went all the way through it thinking I knew the right way and I couldn't find the big key. So I went to like every single room, couldn't find it, whatever. I went back into a single room that I, like, there was an enemy I couldn't beat in it because I thought I needed the bow to kill it. And it turns out you could, like, you can't hit, kill it with your sword or anything. You have to just throw a pot at it in the eye and it dies. And then that opened up the big key and I could move on. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I just had to clear all the enemies out of this room. That, that's the only thing that was holding me up. And. To me, like when you go into a dungeon, it should be like, okay, so some things need the item to be. I get that. Some things don't. That one wasn't clear. Like it's it was just trial and error to to get it. And even as someone that knows the game, it still confused me. Um, like, you know, 20 years after the first time I played it. So that's what I'm talking about where it's just like unnecessarily like obscure uh, hints at something. Even with Super Metroid, there's some of that stuff, but I know that game so well that I couldn't even pinpoint any of it, honestly. Outside of unnecessarily having to go down to Norfair for the high jump boost just to leave again, um. But I don't know. It. Like I, I'm glad we have SNES games. I love that system. I hope we get all of the games. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what I think of Link to the Past more next week when I've gotten further, but I'm still not sure I can beat it again. I, the reason I'm playing it is because I need some footage for it for a future video, um, and I need that from like later in the game. So I figure I might as well just play through the whole thing again rather than like you know borrow some footage from YouTube or something because um, I want to make sure like my opinion on it is still true rather than just assuming it is and you know writing the script based on that. I feel like that's fair. Um, but anyway, last thing is me and Ben beat, and Ben's friend, Brian, uh, beat Ultimate Alliance 3.
0: His best friend.
1: Whatever. Anyway, we beat the game. It's (laughs) great. Um, little anticlimactic ending. I'll say that. Like, I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that it ends with Thanos. Like, cool. Cool. I, I, I guess I kind of wanted, like, one last surprise, you know, and there was, but, like, it wasn't, it wasn't anything, like, they didn't go crazy with it, you know, they played it pretty safe with the ending, I think. Eh, yeah. But, yeah, that game's still really fun, and I'm excited for the DLC, because it's going to bring in more story content, so we'll, we'll get to play some more and run through those new missions. But for now, we're done with the game, and that's really exciting but I don't really have anything new to say about it because anything now would be in-game spoilers. End of the game. No, in-game <laughs> <of> spoilers. <laughs> End game.
0: Uh, ben, what have you been up to?
2: Uh, I beat Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did it last night. Um, uh, game of the year by a long, long mile. Uh, I, uh, I love this game. I loved everything it did. For Fire Emblem, I love the new additions, um, like with the battalions, the big monsters that they throw in, which add such a new tense element to the game. Uh, I love the story overall, uh, and I love how you get. I can't wait to play through it again with the other houses. Uh, just as, even if it's like the same core story, just to know <laughs> that we're to. It's it's going to be different enough to from because you hear, you're seeing it from. Either Guard's position or, uh, I can't remember, Dimitri's position. It's, I feel like that's, that makes it unique enough for me to want to play it again versus the, the times I replayed Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, it was just so I can marry the other girls versus that's not really the case here. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a really solid game. Uh, and, and, um, and I chose Dorothea to be my wife. I, like, the game, what's interesting about this one is that, uh, in Awakening, because Awakening is when they started this whole waifu marrying shit, uh, is that you could marry whenever you want, um, and here it literally makes you wait till the last mission. Uh, you actually go to uh, this is spoiler alert, I guess. You uh, I won't actually I won't say who it is just because I don't want to spoil it. You go to a graveyard for a very specific reason, uh, and, and the game then reminds you of a thing a person said. Um, and then it's asked to you to choose who you wanna marry, and whoever you achieved the high A rank with, they're all eligible uh so I had to choose between all these wonderful ladies in Golden Deer, except dorothea, she's in Black Eagles, but I recruited her because I mean come on, look at her, um, but uh, and I chose her, and it was very sweet, like 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 um, like like you win the battle you like I thought the final battle was super cool. Um, like, it's, it's kind of, like, to some people it might be, like, that was it, but I loved it, because it's, like, in a swamp that's poison, and all your units are available, and, like, there's giant monsters in the field, and you have this, you have the bad guy leaning over you and on the top of the map, and he's just standing there menacingly. It was super cool, and the music just, like, gets super, super, like, uh, hype, um, but yeah, I picked door at the end. It gets all, it gets like really sweet because you go to the goddess tower, and um, one of the co- one of the things that made me like love 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 it was that. So at the end of Fire Emblem games, it gives you a uh, like a postcard of like where the character's future going. Now, if you played it on on um, normal mode or I guess uh, classic mode, if a character's killed, let's say KIA. Um, you know, so you don't get to know them. But if you, like for me, I played it on casual, everybody lived. So I got to see all the little futures and with Dorothea and you or your are other and you, it'll show your lives together. And for Dorothea and by basically, it basically says that they live happily together and that they wrote poems to each other. And those poems would then be published in the book, as a book for everybody to read. And I'm like, Oh, that's super sweet. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I, I won't be doing another playthrough Within the immediate future, just because so much shit is coming out. And there's even DLC for this game too, which is even ridiculous. that they even think about that. Um, but I love this game. I had, I had low expectations going into it because I was super trepidatious about uh, the school, the, like everything. And it worked out really well. I think I like it more than Awakening, which I didn't think was possible.
1: Uh, comment um, to the question. One, I, I, I respect your pick of Dorothea. Um, I just looked her up. Two co- uh, question: Is Petra available to woo? She is. She's part of the Black
2: Eagles house. But if you, di- but the cool thing about it is, before the moment happens, you can recruit other members, other kids from other other classes. In fact, some people are doing like they're just recruiting everybody, uh, which is like I don't know why you would do that, but. You know, I guess if you're doing a classic motor run and somebody dies, you need to fill that slot. Well, there you go. But so, like, if you do, say, say you say, for example, you pick Blue Lions, you wanted uh, Petra, you could, you just have to. Basically, you could go talk to them, and they'll say, "Well, I'm not interested in it right now," and they'll give you like two. It's I think it's just two stats, two stats that you have to increase, and it usually doesn't take much uh, that you can get through like training or like talking to specific people. And then it they can be like well yes I'd love to join your uh, your your class it would be lovely um, yeah Petra's cool I like Petra okay. I had to murder her because uh, she was part of the well uh,
1: then you done goof because
2: that would have been my pick <laughs> well, yeah well maybe when I do Black Eagles I'll waifu her because I love the way she speaks me. it's Let so it's so great yeah listen to how she speaks it's actually pretty funny because she's from a different part of the she's different she's from a different country uh, it's adorable. she's adorable. But it hurt, it hurt like hell when Does I had she to kill have an her. Accent? Like, no. No, it's not that she doesn't have an accent, but she like oh. her way of like how she can say his dialogue is different. It's hard to explain. You have to hear it. Oh. Um that's to say, like, at a at a panel that the voice actress did, uh, you know that popular phrase, hose mad is a thing uh-huh. now. Um so like like she kind of sp- I don't know how to, I don't know the words, basically a fan asked her to say, hoes are feeling the mad. So she kind of puts those extra words in there. They don't, or yeah. And it's adorable because she's constantly like trying to correct herself of like, oh wait, wait, wait. I like, she says, uh, I'm, I, I have apologies, but then she goes, I must apologize. So she's just trying to speak proper when that's not how our people speak. Um, it's adorable, but I had to murder her. Um, she was in my way. Uh, so yeah, fire, great. I didn't want to kill her. I didn't want to kill Bernadette either, but I had to because they were in my way. Disrespect. Any- yeah. Um. I also played Astral Chain more than I did last time. And that game is off to a great start. Um, platinum. It, it feels like a platinum game, but the addition of making the Legion, the thing that f- follows you around, brings such a different element to combat of having to like use it. Uh use it in combat and use it in movement. Uh, for instance, like there's a, like you can actually use the, uh, if you hold ZL and the move, the right analog stick, you can wrap it around an enemy and basically do like a, a jump to them. Um, you can, uh, there's like a slowdown move that you can do. You can do slashes. Uh, it just feels so good to play. Uh, but one thing that I didn't really realize is, uh, before I played this, uh, last when I played it last week. Was that there's like you're cop, you're you are a cop, and so because you're a cop, you are doing investigations. Like you go out, like a, usually you get a file or a mission, and you basically go refine the report of a of like a, a kidnapping or whatever, and you basically talk to people. It's it's like L.A. Noir. like a, not as not as like there's no interrogations or anything, but like you go around the crime scene, you use your iris, which is sort of like your your um. Your detective mode basically from the Arkham games to make it sort of similar um and the good thing is you don't need to have that on the entire time just you know turn it on okay there's something over there uh which is you know that's one of the main problems i have with like, the batman arkham games sometimes i feel like you'd have that thing on a little too much and you don't get to enjoy the world um but yeah it breaks it up into that and on also while you're doing excuse me while you're doing the uh main mission there's other things you can pick up like other crimes so like this is not a spoiler but uh, you, there's like a, there's graffiti. You start, you start noticing graffiti across, just been across. Obviously that's a crime. That's vandalism. Uh, even though some graf- graffiti art can be really badass of points. Uh, you can start talking to people and they'll, and eventually you can find that guy who's graffiti and you can arrest them. And it leads to this cool chase sequence where, um, you can, you basically use your legion to tie him, to basically rope him up basically. Uh, cause nobody can see your legion, but you. Um, but yeah, uh, and then, but so far I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm enjoying how it feels, uh, and how, um, how, how it breaks. I I do love the tutorial, uh, this because basically, um, you, there's this giant dog mascot. That's like the mascot for the special units you're in. I think it's called Lappy. And, like, you you stumble across the girl who's the actual mascot. And she, like, freezes and she, like, runs away, puts the helmet on. And basically gives you the tour of the whole, like, uh, police officer building. Like, here's this, here's this. It's a, it, it was a cool way of doing it. Um, but I love it so far. I, I really am. Platinum has another fucking hit to me. And I'm probably going to, now that I'm done with Fire Emblem, I have more time for this. Uh, I don't really need to talk about Mortal Ultimate Alliance. Justin already talked about that. Other than that, Cyclops...
1: <laughs> was the MVP? Just want to put uh, no, out Storm there. was the MVP. As yeah, I recall right Cyclops was Cyclops dead during the final is... battle. Whatever. Um just say I took I
2: took the bullet. I I took I snapped the gauntlet. Anyways, um so yeah, that was a good game. Uh I tried more of the Dragon Quest demo. Just a little bit, not too much. Uh man, the music's really in your fucking face. <laughs> like like, I don't know what it is, man, but I have not played a game where, like, I notice the music this much. Like, like I feel like it's – I have to – I feel like what I'm going to do when I turn it on again is I have to turn the music down a little bit because it's just, like – Every blah, track is like,
1: bombastic.
2: Yeah, and I think it's – I think it's too bombastic. Like, I don't think it's bad, but, like, I'm just – look, I'm just going through a field. I don't need trumpets. Okay, calm <laughs> down, guys. Like, Jesus. Uh, but, I again, I still love how this game looks um i i love the sort of cartoony colorfulness to it um it's it's very whimsical so i I look forward to playing more of this demo and eventually the full release but not much to say about it i just got out i just literally left town and like i just found out oh i'm the luminary oh i'm special Hmm. yeah i'm I'm sure nothing bad's gonna happen i'm gonna be a hero yeah um and uh i tried a little bit of the damon x machina demo that's coming that came out as a result of the direct Yeah, I didn't really get far. I did the character customization, which it's. I like it. I think it has enough features. I know some people. I think some people been critical about it. Some people have been sort of uh, uh, praising it. Did you try the last? I think it's fine. I played. I don't. I barely like. I. Well, I was just wondering if it's the same
1: character customization as that. I couldn't tell you.
2: I. I just that was so long ago. I I wish I could tell you, but I I don't know. But I did create Edge Lord Samus. (laughs) <laughs> uh not out adam- of knowingly so i i you had the choice between being a female and a uh, and a male and i chose female cuz like well i'm not going to marry anybody right. so let me just have tits okay um and uh and so like all of a sudden i am like i like this hairstyle and it was just the like you know the, the cut with the ponytail and i was like well i like i want to have i want to have red hair and i gave myself like a like a domino s like mask or t- or tattoo kind of thing and i'm like holy shit i'm manage lord samus samus is a I know, that's what said Edgelord Samus. Why are Redheads Edgelords? So like it's Huh? Why are Redheads Edgelords? No, just the fact that like her armor's black and she has like a black thing on her face and yeah, just that. Not just because she's a redhead, but just because like there's a lot of black and she she has a scar. I gave I gave her silver lipstick because you can do that in this game. Um so yeah, I just call her I just call her Edgelord Samus. Uh although her nickname is Iggy because I figured, well, Iggy's a non gender name. So just go I just went with that. Uh, Iggy can be male or female. Iggy Azalea. So yeah. I will probably play more of it. I'll probably be bouncing my time between this this dem- I'm can't believe I'm playing demos both times. It's so weird to me. <laughs> uh this Astral Chain and um a Dragon Quest demos. Uh oh, I played Smash. I played I played Smash. Uh I tried out Banjo and Banjo is super fun. Uh he his uh his forward B... The golden feather move. That thing hits like a fucking truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. That thing will kill at, at very, not that high percentage. I swear to god. Uh, he has a grab that you can throw down and will it will get you stuck in the ground like the Splatoon's roller thing. So it doesn't keep you down forever, but you will get caught in it at high percentages. Um, his upbeat's pretty good. He had the little spring f- shoes. Whatever. I like that
1: the pad hurts people. That's a good. good yeah, touch.
2: it's it's just like Sonic and well not Sonic. I think Sonic's hurts too. Uh Pac-Man. Um, I don't no the trampoline doesn't hurt. You can just the... use it. I don't think it hurts. Oh, much. I was thinking of the Hydrant. Yeah, the Hydrant hurts too. But that's day. not a
1: recovery move, I guess.
2: No, no, no. But it's like it's, it's uh, Sonic's spring okay. can hurt you, I think. Uh but he's really cool. I was expecting him to be super slow. No, Banjo's fast. For me, a character who's like a brawler. He's super quick, and when he dashes, it's the it's the trot run that where mm-hmm. runs. It's, it's it's super cool how it transitions. Um, just from but the he's gameplay, cool, demo, I did. he
1: looks like he's going to be my new main.
2: Yeah, he's fun. I don't know about main for me, but I'll definitely pick him up more like in casual in casual playthrough. Um, I'll pro- I like play I think I personally I like Hero more just because of the zaniness he brings. But Banjo is super fun, and his and the stage is godlike. Yeah. Um, like. Just there's so much little details. Like and there's one part of the stage where you can see a one up behind the waterfall, like just right there, and all the little details. Like I think it's super cool. Uh Did this arcade mode? It was pretty cool. You basically fight tag teams of of people, of partners. So it was it was neat. But I played uh, uh on the Discord Super Smash Fighters. Everybody was playing Smash because of Banjo, and I played Banjo for like one round. Like okay, I'm switching to Hero because I want to play Hero, and. This guy, his name is Slash, uh, not the guitarist, and he—he uh, he was pretty beating me. And we I was like, "Okay, let's do the last game, whatever." I'm getting tired, and I managed to hit a as Banjo was recovering onto the platform. I managed to hit a snooze. And it knocked him out. And I went, put that bear to fucking sleep and got a, got a, got a heavy smash and it, and won me the game. It was so awesome. And then I just yelled hose mad for 10 minutes in my house and alone because I'm a sad human being. Uh, but he was good. He was a good sport about it. It was just like, ah, and I felt bad because like, oh, I should save that replay. You can only save replays in the verse, in the results screen menu. God fucking damn it! I would love to have that replay, <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. Uh,
1: that's about all I played, though. Uh, so, real quick, um, it was it was supposed to be Fire Emblem related, but hey, we're talking about fighting games. Um, do you know why why you why you goofed not wooing Petra? Why did I goof? Because her voice act- actress is a former semi professional, uh, like fighting game champion. <laughs> I mean, I knew who she was, but like, she wasn't part of the house. I wanted to
2: keep the the house within relative. You want to like, keep it normal. in the
1: family, right? Yeah. I mean, you kind of like mean, to be fair. Cradle Rob, whatever her name scene. was from that yeah. house.
2: Yes, but yeah, but like, I could have easily have chosen Hilda or Marianne, who are golden deer. So, to be fair, I'm probably gonna have an affair with all the ladies in there. Hmm. So it's it's whatever. It's a harem okay. anime, but yeah, just saying that's uh, pretty cool.
1: Like, she's a voice actress no, no. and fighting game champion.
2: No, she's great. She's great. She voices Aqua uh, in an in anime
1: that I love. She's great at it.
2: But, like, look at Dorothea, though. Like, how could I not choose her? Especially her adult version. Like, when she's five years old. Her older. voice
1: actress wasn't as cool, though. She is Gwen yeah, Stacy in sultry. Ultimate Alliance 3. But...
2: Yeah, but Dorothea is a sultry songstress. I mean, no, she, what she's, more could I want? She's
1: Yeah. She could step on also, me. Also, Dorothea
2: is bi. Dorothea is bi. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I win. I win! Anyways, enough me rambling about waifus.
0: Alright. Uh, so I played a little bit more Control over the past week. Um, that game, it's some... It's read of... It's, it's like... Flipping what I know about video, video games on its head. Like, all the navigation stuff around it, anyways. Um, I know Justin would very much not like this game, so I can't recommend it to him. But... There's no like guiding path or no there's no like telling you where you need to go. You kind of just have to look around at like the signage on the walls. Uh, it's more like environmental uh, guideposts rather than you can just uh, click a button and go onto the map and see where you need to go. Um, so, that what that does that leads into that encourages uh, exploration. And so, I found this side quest that I didn't need to do to progress the game. And, um, I I found my way into this, uh, section of the building that was blocked off. And it actually led to, uh, an ability that you could have just completely missed. Uh, it was a shield ability, so, like, you can just pull up a shield, like, pull, like, the, the the floor up. (laughs) Concrete, make it a shield. Um... Yeah, I still need to play a lot more of that. I'm not really that far. I just I just got the power and the water back on. Like, I'm just about to hit the next, like, main story beat. Hmm. So I need to see uh, some more. But um, I'm really liking when I'm playing with that. It seems like the powers are overpowered. Um, probably by design. Um, like, just picking up stuff from, the, uh, from your environment and curling it at a person really... It does like ninety percent of their health, which is crazy. <laughs> um, so you can just chuck it at them, finish them off with a gun. You're good. Uh, and if there's like nothing around you to for you to chuck something at, she just like rips something. She just rips the concrete out of the wall and throws that at the guy, which is pretty cool. You don't ever have to worry about finding something to throw at someone. It's pretty sweet.
1: I watched um, a brief playthrough of that, and you're right; it's not something I'd be interested in. Yeah, but to be clear, real quick. I, it's not that I don't like non-linear games. Like, I think that's awesome that you can just walk off the beaten path and find something hidden. It's when you know where to go, but the objective isn't clear because the, like, it doesn't seem like anything you're doing is working. So you go somewhere else, but nowhere else has the objective because you already missed it in the room that didn't make it clear. Yeah. That's what bothers me.
0: I I think it does make it clear, like at least in my opinion, because of all the signposting, and you could like read, you can actually clearly read the signs and everything in this game. Yeah, you just and have just, to be aware. Yeah, you just have to be get. aware of your surroundings. Yeah, but yeah.
2: If people can't read signs in a in a uh, <laughs> in a Walmart, I don't expect them to read signs in a video game.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, I remember when I was working at Wendy's like uh, fifteen years ago. And it was right around the time that they were changing the signs out, like the menus, to have more pictures. And they got like all new order systems that didn't have like, you know, the names of the things. It was just the picture of the item. And I was like, I I can't. I can't work here anymore. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) They just assumed the lowest caliber of person. And so they shifted everything out to pictures so that people could just look up and point at the thing they want and say, I want that. And you have to look up and see what they pointed at and then mm-hmm. tap that picture on your... It's like the speak and spell, but for adults. <laughs> People are stupid. Oh, this...
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's yeah. too much. My favorite is, is grunting, but anyway,s was back to uh, ray tracing the video game.
0: That's all he knows about it is ray tracing, because I couldn't stop talking about
1: it. But you also uh, couldn't get it to work, so it's not ray tracing the video game.
0: Exactly. Um, I need to buy, like, a $1,500 video card to get that to work. That's dumb. <laughs> um but yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. Um so aside from Control, I've actually been playing The Dark Pictures Anthology: Man of Medan. You
1: nice bought car. a physical game? Yes. What a weirdo. Who are you, Ben? It
0: was on sale, 10 bucks off.
1: <laughs> and it was a new it's a new game.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, so I got that just because, uh, I was talking with Jacob from, uh, Left Behind Game Club, and he says, oh, I just bought this game, got the sale, $10 off, uh, and he talked about how much he likes horror games, and I was like, well, I wasn't really gonna get this, but since you got it, I might as well get it and check out the multiplayer, because that's what Hmm. interested me the most, was the multiplayer, and it's pretty neat, um... So I'm not sure if this... I need to see if the story in the single player is the same as the multiplayer or not, but because of the, the way they, like, say it's an anthology, kind of makes me think that there's different stories in this. And so the one that we're doing has to take place... It takes place, like, on the water. Uh, you find this ancient World War II crash plane, and you go down in there you're trying to find some treasure, trying to, like, take credit for the discovery, right? And, um... These, I don't know what they are, they're, I think, uh, French Polynesians, uh, pirates, that have, like, taken us over and trying to, like, get the treasure for themselves, and we get tossed around in the storm, and now we're on this, like, haunted pirate ship that you play at the beginning of the game, uh, like, the the tutorial section, and it was pretty sweet, the the tutorial section, Um, it, it has multiple different endings, like, just the tutorial alone, um, and the ending that we got was, <clears throat> so, you play as two, you play as two army guys, you play as Joe and Charlie, uh, I just thought that was great for army guys, um, those kind of sound like army names, Char like, Charlie is the like army lingo, and then there's G.I. Joe, yeah, exactly, you call them Joe's, yeah, it's great, um, but. So you're supposed to transport this ancient Chinese, like, relic. Um, I don't know where to. But once you get onto the ship, you're drunk, and so they throw you in the brig. And then you wake up, and everyone's dead. And you're trying to figure out what the hell happened here. And uh, Jacob, he was playing, and he says, wait, did you see that? And I was like, what? And he saw a little girl run by, and, like, creepy little girl. uh, And I couldn't see any of that crap, so it's like... I I really like it when the horror horror games have done that Like Dead Space 3 is pretty Mm -hmm. good with that But I I made a decision of checking out a body And then I heard a noise And then it gave me the um, opportunity to either investigate the noise Or hide And so I ran to hide And he had a gun Jacob had a gun And what he saw instead of me running into a closet to hide Was a little girl Like a creepy little girl Hiding in his closet And he shot at the fucking girl I don't know why but he was like, I was scared. <laughs> he killed me. So, that's... It's really fun. Um, you get to play as all the different characters in the game. Uh, I don't know if you get to play as the, the French Polynesians. You might, you might. Because it says all playable characters. So, that could be fun. But, yeah, like he swaps perspectives quite a bit. Uh, There's a, there a section where I saw an explosion up on top on the boat... I couldn't figure out what the hell it was, so he just told me what it was. And if I made a decision to immediately uh, go up from the water instead of decompressing or whatever, I could just go up. And I think if I did that, it probably would have killed one of my characters. So you could kind of cheat the game and just, like, say, what's going on, on your end? What's going on on my end? So that's fun. I'm looking forward to playing some more of that. It's uh, pretty good. Some of the faces, like, look a little, um, um... Uncanny Valley, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's a little creepy. Like, it's not right, but it's also right. <laughs> uh, it's it's really the lighting that I think um, makes it uh, better. Like, it, when there's better lighting, they look good. And when there's not good lighting, then it's really weird, Uncanny Valley shit. Um, so aside from that, you know, more Destiny, just spray I did three raids in one day. Pretty sweet. Um, gonna do more of that. I should be doing a show just on Destiny stuff, so there won't be any Destiny on this show unless Justin wants to talk about it. <laughs> um, but I couldn't do it this week because time. Uh, I, there was a lot of stuff going on this week for me. Went to a dentist, got checked my teeth out, got cavities. Need to fill them in next week. Going to get a car it's tomorrow probably. So fun stuff. Um. So, yeah, let's head on into the news. First news piece Dave Batista joins Gears 5 as Drax. The animal! Batista! Okay, not Sorry. not literally as Drax, but yes, the animal, Batista. As himself. Uh, in the Gears 5 multiplayer. So, yeah, that's cool. You, I guess he's, he's is it, is wanting it, to play.
1: Uh, Marcus Phoenix in a Gears movie. So he's like, hey, this is the first step to being in the movie now. <laughs> he's really is going it,
0: hard on that movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it wrong that I con- contemplated
2: buy, going out to GameStop, buying a used Xbox One j- j- and signing up for Game Pass just to play as Batista in a Gears award game? You can play with us? True. If your computer can True. run it. Well, I, as I said, go buy an Xbox One. I would try. My, my computer would melt trying to play Gears Five. Are you kidding me? It does seem very
1: pretty. I'm not sure my computer is going to be able to run it all the way because, like, it actually runs Gears Four like ultra, like full quality, no problem. But I think Gears Five is a little heavier. Yeah,
0: I I need to play that. I'll probably install it this weekend. Actually, I already have it installed on my Xbox. Need to see I if my too. head has it installed so we can play.
1: Yeah, we can do sometime this weekend probably. Um, if, you know, when you're not buying a car. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take. It's my first car. Yeah, here it
0: takes can take either minutes or the entire. Day. Mine
1: was like an afternoon. Yeah, but it was at a dealership. They tried to you know keep adding all this stuff on. And...
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Um. So speaking of multiplayer, Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer is now confirmed to be in development. Uh, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that Cyberpunk 2077 will get a multiplayer mode sometime post-launch putting to bed years of reports that it's been in research and development Cyberpunk 2077 will launch April with single player campaign only the studio announced on Twitter that a multiplayer mode will be added Uh until now the only thing that we said about multi was that it was an R&D getting closer and closer yeah single player blah blah blah, blah. That's, that's pretty much the announcement
1: I like that they're adding it lighter, though, because so many games now, like, people don't <coughs> play the single-player mode because they're just like, oh, man, i got to get multiplayer with my friends. And then by the time, like, they're burnt out of the multiplayer and want to jump into the story, another game's come out and they've moved on. Yeah. So, like, I think, like, for, you know, Call of Duty, for example, yeah. I think, like, some of those games actually have pretty good stories, right? Yeah. But, yep. like, only 10% of the player base plays them. And I think that could be a benefit by like either putting out a version that's cheaper and like single player only for the people that only care about the story. And then you can like buy the multiplayer expansion or maybe having the multiplayer be separate and like it comes out later. So people can like practice in the single player and then jump into multiplayer Mm -hmm. when it, you know, when it launches. I think that thing should be done. That kind of thing should be done more often because I like to play through and like learn things and then play it with other people. But by that time, everyone's too good. So i get burnt out and don't play it. Yep. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: That, that happens to me. Uh, yeah. I think Call of Duty Black Ops 2 was the first time I did that. I didn't play the single player. And then it took forever for me to get around to doing that. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a shame. Because uh, they put a lot of time into those things.
0: Yeah. And they're usually generally pretty fun. Um...
1: And I realize this is just because like the multiplayer isn't ready. Like they wouldn't have done it this way if they were making them side by side. But I think it will help the initial game. Because it's built as single player and then just happens to have multiplayer. Kind of like what Last of Us had. I didn't even know that it had multiplayer until one of my friends got really into it. <laughs> um did you hear
0: that they're gonna have a team for Cyberpunk and a team for Witcher?
1: Yeah. That's yeah, weird. they're like hiring more people to split it up and develop both at the same time.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it's going to make them a lot of more money, and they're going to have a lot more releases. But same time, is that polish going to be there? That's well, I'm used to. It depends.
1: Do you think it's going to be like they have one team just working on the you know games as service quote unquote elements of Cyberpunk, while the rest like the, of the team like the works on a new Witcher game? Yeah. Yeah, or is yeah. it going to be, like, one team works on, you know, this cyberpunk and then a sequel, while another team works on Witcher and its sequels? Kind of it's like how... To, it's uh, weird to
0: think it, because it's, like, cyberpunk's not even here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do add the multiplayer and it's, like, sustainable, kind of like the GTA um, community is sustainable... Mm-hmm. ...and... Um, I can see them just keep adding stuff to it. Like, that's the Cyberpunk team. So they just keep adding expansions yeah. and more content over time. And then, yeah, the the other team works on Witcher for three years, releases it, and then does a couple of expansions, kind of like they did with three.
1: Well, because that's, that's where we're at as far as gaming is concerned. Like, you don't have to... I know, you know, you have to make money, and so a $60 game is a lot more expensive than, like, hey, here's, you know, a free online thing that has microtransactions in it. But, like, a lot of times now the base game is so good that you can just keep evolving on that over time. Like, I think of Spider-Man PS4. They set so many things at the end of that game that were, like, lead-ins clearly to a sequel. Like, kind of cliffhanger stuff. And then they had a whole season of DLC with, like, I think three different new campaigns that felt like they were expanding the world out. They were kind of establishing, like, more, you know, stuff with those same characters but it felt like it played it so safe because they couldn't touch on the cliffhangers of the actual game. So it was like kind of piddly little conversations with with Peter and Mary Jane and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But like it never really evolved past, like we're worried people aren't going to play this and then they'll be confused if they play the sequel and they're like, oh no, where'd those cliffhangers go? Mm -hmm. So like they just didn't include any of that stuff. But like what they should do is put out the base game and then have story additions over like a span of five years <clears throat> so that you know that's where your that's your sequel is like just the stuff over time yeah like what destiny does and honestly what like ultimate alliance 3 is doing like every new character pack is coming with like story content for those characters because why make just another sequel with the same engine and then release that as a game when you can have like chunks of twenty dollar, you know, story content packs for the same game that already has an install base.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, what? So yeah, the Witcher three had that. You know, the big game came out, and then they had their thirty dollar expansions. They had two yeah. of them. So that's kind of where I'm, I was getting at with that was that yeah. they're going to do a Witcher four and then do two more expansions, and then like if they decide to keep adding expansions or they have a, another bigger game to release.
1: Yeah, well, uh, so I kind of went off on a tangent, but I was saying that's probably what they'll do with Cyberpunk. Yeah. It's like this will be the game. Like, there's not necessarily going to be a sequel for years down the line, but that team that's working on Cyberpunk will just continue making content for this game. Yeah, rather than working on a sequel.
0: It's so interesting to see like where these people are taking that idea of like grow like a living world, mm-hmm. basically, seeing
1: how far they can push that. But I like that for gaming. Like, yeah. you can get invested in the world that you already own and just yeah. put as much money into it as you want. It's yeah. not like, ugh, another sequel I have to pay $60 for. Like, I'm still playing the the last game. hmm um, Speaking of
0: uh, games of service, uh, Anthem was in the news today. Bioware uh, yeah. specifically, actually. And they came out with... Kind of, I guess, their version of this week at BioWare, or this this time at BioWare. Um, so Anthem, there's not a whole lot here. All it says is that over the last few weeks, we've been ramping up the Cataclysm events in Anthem. It's a season-long events with new uh, arenas, enemies, challenges, and rewards. We have a big team working on Anthem in both Austin and Edmonton. And while it's been great to see the community response to Cataclysm, I know there's a lot of work to bring out the full potential of the game. And we have plans for her fundamental improvements, but they'll take time. And that's pretty much it. So just more like, hey, you guys seem to be enjoying Cataclysm. There's more stuff coming. And meanwhile, I, I loaded it. I actually been playing Samantha just going back, but I haven't touched any of the Cataclysm stuff yet. I've just been trying to get to the end game still. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm wasting my you time. You gotta
2: fight Thanos? <laughs>
0: Um, but they also like talked about some of their Star Wars the Old Republic stuff. Um I don't have a whole lot of interest in that. Uh, the Old
1: several, like the the MMO.
0: The yeah, the Old Republic. They still they that game is still going by the way. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Um, it was fun for a little while. Yeah. I I like I can never finished the finished the, the base game. You it's um, an MMO.
1: You you can't finish it.
0: You can get you can get to the end game or the, the yeah whatever. Uh, Insert Ben joke. We have several other big projects in the works. <laughs> Pretty much that. Uh, they're moving to a new office in the Ice District downtown
3: uh,
0: of Edmonton. So they're moving offices. Uh, there's things going on at Bioware, but not a whole lot is being told. You know what I mean? So here's we're doing stuff, but we can't really tell you the stuff.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem very exciting. No. It sounds like they're making news just to be relevant.
0: Just to keep the, the news. Like of hey, we're awesome. still
1: around. Don't forget. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Oh Bioware. I miss you. Um Alright, let's go let's talk about the thing that everyone's actually here for today. Uh, Nintendo Direct. This is probably their best direct they've had in a very long time. Like, I'm not saying that, like, it's they've had bad directs for a while. I'm just saying this is, like, their best one. Yeah, it was very
1: solid. Yeah, Like, for everyone, you know? So there was something for everyone. Yeah. But, Man, it was alright. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, like, I've complained in the past that it's like, oh, there's three Zelda announcements, but, you know, this game got no love. That kind of thing. This felt like it was well divided among... Granted, there was a lot of, like, weeaboo stuff, but...
0: Yeah, there's 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 like, the <laughs> weeaboo block, you know what, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um so let's start off. Uh I'm i just gonna go down this Kotaku article. Yeah. Uh in order. So uh we have It's Super not Nintendo, an order of the
1: direct, it's just an
0: order that Kotaku decided to order. To write it. it up, yeah. Uh and they also didn't put enough emphasis on some things So I'll talk about. Yeah. Um Nintendo uh Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh we already talked about that. The games that are coming to it or that are already on it. Uh Brawl Brothers, Demons Trash. Crash, Joe and
1: Sorry, I was I was just like Giving some context,
0: but go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to list these off. Anyways. Brawl Brothers, Demons Crest, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Topic. Stop me if you want to say something. Kirby's Dream Land 3. Underrated. Overrated. Uh, Star Fox. <laughs> it's rated. Uh, <laughs> Super EDF, Earth Defense Force, which I didn't know this started on the Super Nintendo. Kind of a
1: lame. I tried it. I didn't know it was it's a bullet so- hell shooter, but still, I tried it.
0: Uh, Super Mario Kart, still great. Super, still, Mar- uh, Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island. <sighs> Get the fuck off my podcast.
1: Yeah, green <laughs> Trolls, beautiful. He's gonna leave. What?
0: <laughs> Anyways, um, Super Puyo Puyo Two, weirdly which is,
1: Japanese. It's cool. I'm like, I, I, I went over to that because I'm like, what is this game? It's like vertical while all the other box arts are horizontal. And I loaded it up and it was entirely Japanese. I still had no idea what it was until I looked at this list. Do you, you know what Puyo Puyo,
0: Puyo is though, right? Uh, no. No. It's kind of like a, a kind of like a Tetris yeah. where you have to match it, but this is like matching colors. Oh, that's
1: like that game that came out to Switch that was like te- uh, Puyo Tetris Puyo slash... Puyo yeah, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't get into it to see what it was. Yeah. It's
0: very hard. Uh, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer,
1: and Legend of Zelda. Link to the Past. Super Metroid is still one of the best games. I like that Joe and Mac 2 is on
2: there. I was surprised.
1: I tried that one too. Is that I don't is know. supposed to be good? I don't know. Like, I, I, just I just just like that it? it was on
2: there.
1: I've never played those games. It's it's weird to me that there's a few sequels on here. Like Kirby's Dream Land 3 is because that's the first <clears throat> one on the SNES. I, I maybe Joe and Mac 1 No, it, it was, was an NES SNES game, game, and so 2 is SNES. Okay, yeah, then that's weird. Um There's another one that's a sequel.
0: Super Puya Puya 2.
1: That's not what I was thinking of.
0: But it is.
1: Uh, Brawl Brothers, I think is what it was. That's like a sequel of oh. some other game that was also bad. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, Two crew dudes. But that was super generic. Like Demon's again, Crest like, is, is a spinoff of the be. the uh, the Arthur
2: game. Ghouls and ghosts. Ghouls and ghosts. Yeah. Yes.
1: How oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. I didn't know if that like fire if that, that guy was firebrand or not. He is that annoying you know, okay, shithead. Well, cool. He's annoying. He seemed kind of fun. I don't know. I liked him. That game was kind of cool. Anyway. Uh, Nintendo yeah, showed off upcoming
0: games. 20 dropping tomorrow, including obvious ones. They uh, did, there's also going to be uh, SNES controllers that can be purchased for $30 each.
1: But they're not out yet, unfortunately, which made me mad because it's really hard to play Super Metroid without an actual SNES controller. Um, I wanted to just put input here real quick because the Kotaku article doesn't mention it. Uh, They also confirmed that the NES and SNES games aren't going to come monthly anymore. Oh, yeah. And that they'll have more news about that later. But, like, basically there's no actual release schedule for these anymore. They're just going to drop whenever Nintendo decides to drop them. So I'm assuming that means it's going to be, like, bigger chunks. It's going to be three games and I'm going to
2: laugh. I'm going to laugh so
1: fucking (sighs) hard. See, (laughs) they didn't say also whether it's going to be less often or more often. So my hope is that it's maybe like one or two games from each system, like every week. No, But I also doubt that's true.
0: If no,
2: that's not gonna. But if it's like
1: me. if it's like this, where it's like twenty games all at once, I would say 10, I twenty, 20 total,
2: ten NES games, ten SNES games, like every three months. Yeah, that would be ideal.
1: But that's not much value still. I mean, has, that's it's twenty, my 20 bucks a year.
2: Like shit, you're paying for it. It pays for itself, anyways.
1: It does. But I'm just saying, like, there's people that were like, I wasn't going to renew my subscription, but now I have SNES games, so I will. And then they got this news, and they're like, well, I'll wait and see what the release schedule is like, and then I'll decide if I'm going to renew. So, like, Guys, this, can this, you this not drop down 20 bucks?
2: Don't buy that fucking six-pack of alcohol, and you fucking get an antenna on subscription for 20
1: bucks. I'd rather hey. buy a six-pack
2: of alcohol. Bro. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, don't, don't <laughs> shame me. But also... I just, I think that for True. some people the value is different. And so, like, if Nintendo's not going to provide the service that fans yeah. want, I'm not going to put in a classic right there. And so that I'm will te- be telling. Oh, I, the also wanted, not as good.
0: I also wanted to mention that this is their Super Niten- Nintendo thing is called Super Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online, yep. Super NES.
1: Yeah. And the it's controller. Is that? Why couldn't they just call it SNES active? Online? That's oh. all they have to do. Would have been so. It's It's not Nintendo, man. Yeah, <laughs> but these games are still great. I love the rewind feature, even though if it does kind of break Super Metroid a little bit, because like if you if you like try a part over and over again and then <clears> die, <throat> you can just rewind back to when you were alive and get more tries. <laughs> but uh... hey. It's good for speedrunning tactics, you know. Justin, did you hear about the leak for Terry, or was that just like a random Photoshop? That you... no, it, it was it was confirmed a while back. There was a, oh, okay. a leak that was like talking about the fourth yeah. character being SNK. Okay, and so everyone was assuming it was Terry. Okay, yeah,
0: so that was confirmed. Terry Bogard
1: is because I stole that slash. art. Like I didn't. I mean, it was something I saw on Reddit, and I thought it would be funny to.
0: Yeah, to, that's what I thought you did. I thought yeah. I like I thought it was like fake or something
1: but no he does kind of look like he's he I,
2: I'm really getting tired of hearing that shit all day ignorant ignorant I'm no no he is he like, like plays like him or anything he's, like, he's not he's Terry fucking Bogart yeah. um my new mate Bernie Knuckle uh by the way this is the his, his intro trailer is the fucking coolest one yet
1: yeah it was just like two minutes of just like hey you don't know what sK care. is, do you?
2: I don't care. I, lo- I love it. The old sprites and the geese Howard following out of the building, which, oh, so, so fucking good. All the I thought it was going to be Nakamura for sure because Samurai Showdown's coming to Switch. That would have been like, oh shit, it's going to be, nope, fuck.
1: Her, if she would have gotten it if the fucking birds did its job, it would have been her. Honestly, my favorite part was at the very beginning when they did the scroll of all the Nintendo consoles and then just shifted yeah, to the Neo right Geo. from SNES. Yeah, that was great. Best Charlie. It that was almost as good as Sakurai telling everyone to go play <laughs> banjo on the Xbox. Maybe
2: it'll come to Switch at some point um, with that partnership now. But yeah, come on,
1: bring on Terry. I love it.
0: Um, you also got a couple of announcements that came out of the left field. Um. This one might have been expected. No, it's that the, wasn't expected. You Raj kidding Assassin's. me?
1: No, that, that game, was very unexpected. That I was expecting it for, for well. a very long time, but Dude, I just like, didn't voice
0: Nintendo my on it. Nintendo fucking
2: just forgot about this game when it launched. It's like, here it's out, and then like people yeah. got mad cuz the word vagina bones was thrown around when this game was released. Oh my god. This game got so much shit for stupid reasons, <laughs> but I love this game and I legit started whooping and hollering. It,
0: it's the one game from the Wii U that so I wanted good. to play, Battle
2: but I never got it. great. I mean, it's it's super weeby. I won't lie. It's super weeby,
1: but oh, it's so satisfying. I would maybe be willing to try it now. It came out too late in the Wii U life. I was already kind of done with it, so I didn't care. But I'm curious. It's, it's now. Just
2: to <laughs> be prepared for a lot of. jap. It's all Japanese. There's no English subtitle. I don't know if <laughs> they might add it for the game, but I hope they don't. If they don't, um, if, if they do, I'll just probably play it in Japanese because that's what I know. Um, oh. Yeah. If they don't, I might not play it. Yeah. I'm kind of over-reading. I, I, yeah, it's all just, it, and, and, and plus, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, is this just going to be a port? No, they're adding new content and characters who weren't playable are playable. Mm-hmm. So I have a reason to buy it. January is already looking fucking good for me. Uh, So yeah, new story elements, uh, new song, new characters. Mm. No reason to own a anymore, baby. That was the last one. There's a few. The one that matters. a few things still.
1: Um, I still want, the, like, a collection bundle of uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD both, like, together. I think that'd be and, a nice way to celebrate, and, like, a and, Zelda anniversary uh, or something.
0: Uh, okay, this is probably my most unexpected um, announcement this week, this, this year, maybe. Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise, is coming in 2020. And the original game has already launched cool. on the
1: system. There you go. Finally something for you on the Switch. You've been competing yes. for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's just, okay, so you guys don't know be- what Deadly don't, don't, is. Don't put me right.
2: in that, I'm not, y'all may be ignorant about Terry Gogard, but I know what Deadly Premonition is, okay? I know t- Terry's um, my I'm favorite I'm not ignorant
1: about, a, about Terry Gobard, I'm ignorant about Terry Bogard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, 100%. W's is this one of those, like, weird, wacky, like, out of left field um, survival horror games so that takes a lot of inspiration from, like, Twin Peaks. Um, I, it's, it's wild. This game is gonna take place in the future and in the past, apparently. Like, 14 years before the present that's in there. Um, you get to see young, uh, uh, Dwork Morgan, um, before the whole thing, well, Zach is still with him, but before the whole thing at the end of uh, Deadly Premonition 1. Um, there's also a shot in that trailer where they're in the, the apartment in D4, uh, Dreams Don't Die. I, I don't know. Um, oh, the that, was the o- that was the other Swerry game that came out. There was only two episodes and it just fell off the face of the earth. So this might actually wrap in some of the D4 stuff. And that might confirm a Swerryverse, verse, which I'm very excited about.
1: <laughs> Maybe it'll tie into that cat game too.
0: That would be amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, th- that was announced. And Assassin's Creed Four and Rogue, and then Assassin's Creed Rebel collection. That's got
1: me hyped. I love those games. Oh, I love Black Flag. I never played Rogue. Rogue but is. Okay, I mean, so. Black Flag Assassin's is Creed the best. Assassin's can only Assassin's be at the worst. Uh, least I mean, three, three is pretty pretty bad. Three
0: three is the worst, yeah. But um, even that,
1: like, I guess it launched pretty poorly on Switch, but they did a patch that like fixed everything, and now it's really good. And that's the worst Assassin's Creed game. So like, this port will probably be pretty good. I, mean, I also the game played on Assassin's PS3. Creed
0: Odyssey uh, this past week. That's still that's still fun. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition um, coming in twenty twenty. So
2: like, this was the last thing they announced. Like cause, okay, you know how some people had that reaction when they heard the uh, the trains noise in FF seven, and they went no way. Uh, once I, one,
0: or when Deadly yeah, Foundation just came out of nowhere. Yeah, once like, I heard no those familiar way.
2: piano strings, uh, which is the title screen for Xenoblade. Dude, I'm not guys. I know it's a habit of me crying, but I legit like was like started like wait no way, and then they showed the screenshots like I was crying at the end of that direct. Um, because I didn't think this was gonna ever fucking happen. Not that I wanted it or anything. Um, I never, like, I don't... I never really asked for it. It's kind of just, like, because Nintendo kind of just... T- similar with Toki Mirage systems Dropped it, left it, whatever. As a game's office, it was super expensive to get, they didn't care about it. So, to see that it's getting an HD, uh, definitive edition, with, by the way, because uh, a lot of people don't know, who didn't play Xenoblade, that last shot in the trailer... Uh, where you see Shulk and Melia, another party member, overlooking are area. That was an area that was in the game's code but was cut from the final game. Like you could like um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you can hack it to hack go it. in there and it's fully – it's a fully like map but there's no items. There's nothing in there to do. So like that alone already – okay, there's like another huge area to explore
1: yeah, I think yeah. they did confirm this new content. Yeah, but like, so I'm, I'm
2: super excited. It's a, like, this made me so fucking happy. Like, you know, maybe it's because of the success of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um, that the reason they're doing this, but I'm so fucking happy that this game's coming to Switch. Because I, I didn't play it on Wii, because it's stu- it's, it was stupid expensive at the time to get it at GameStop. It was like always 80 bucks, <clears throat> um, even used, because uh, it was like a very limited run. And I bought the 3DS version of it, and I, lo- I still love the game. I love it. It's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Like, no hyperbole. I love that game. I love the characters. I love the story. Everything. So, now... and I, But I always wanted to play it on my TV because of how... I'm not joking. This game is not just long and huge, but the areas are... Like, the only thing that can come close to it is Breath of the Wild. And I even think Breath of the Wild feels smaller in comparison to Xenoblade Chronicles 1 in terms of its sense of scale. Um, maybe in terms of... Like how you travel is not as good as, as as say Breath of the Wild, but like once you get out of the first area, the first area is still pretty huge. You're gonna notice it, but once you're into the Gower Plains, which is the uh, the stage in Smash Brothers, and Smash you Bros. see the level. vista and you and it's like, oh my god, this is amazing! Ah, uh, I can't wait. I can't, I cannot. I can't wait for more people to play this game, and I can play the game all over again with new stuff. I I'm gonna start crying. I'm gonna be right back.
0: Uh, Overwatch is coming to the Switch on October fifteenth with gyro controls. With sure. Gyro
1: Gyro controls. Uh,
0: Divinity Original Sin two is coming. Um, it's a big ass RPG. The only thing cool about yes. this
1: is the cross save support. It confirms that like there could be future games that Between you can Steam just and play because it's like it's like actual cross saves. Like you can yeah. start playing on PC and then transfer your save over to Switch and just keep playing on the go when you get back. Transfer it back over to PC and keep playing again. Like that that's, is brilliant, and I wish more games did like, that. Yeah, that's bad. People who already own on PC to buy on Switch. Yeah, sure. You have to pay again. But like that. A lot of I've seen a lot of people like on Reddit and stuff say that it would be worth it because that's a yeah. huge chunky game. Yeah, it is. And like I w- I've had it in my wish list for a while on PC, and this makes me more tempted actually. Like that's a that's a seller right there. That feature. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, game Freak's town is now called Little Town Hero. Main character's name so is Axe. Um, game from it, the developer it's of Pokemon jrpg With, some, it's of RPG with yeah.
1: some clever It is a budget title, though. It's a digital only release, it's like 30 But
2: bucks. it looks bland, it looks uninteresting. Something I mean. about it looks fun.
1: Yeah.
0: The music is composed by That's Undertale cool. creator Token. Fox. I like Fox. that idea. The music sure. in Undertale is great, so this is going to have to be But I can just listen to the soundtrack. Uh, but people will
2: just buy the soundtrack instead,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah October it's 16th this is it's coming out. Yeah. Uh, another left-field announcement, uh, Bethesda is re-releasing Doom 64.
1: Well, that's not that left-field. I, mean, I mean, once they've it it put, put all the others out, people were assuming that Doom yeah. 64 was going to get a release, too. Doom 64 sorry, has 64. never had so a release So it's kind of out of left-field. Right. Right, yeah. but it's only on Switch, so like that's not that surprising because it's still just a Nintendo release. And
2: also, it didn't make this game. It was made by. Yeah, Italy. it's an original. Like really? it's not. A, it's not yes. a, a port. It's like a like a. From my understanding of it, I never played it.
1: It's basically oh, okay. the sequel so, to yeah, Dune. I heard, it's like, but not made by id. Yeah. Yeah, not made by id. When has like a different company made a sequel to a game? Like I want to
2: play it because I've heard know. good things about it. <laughs> It's
0: actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, the level design is pretty good. Huh. Um, and Midway's
1: dead, so it's actually kind of surprising. Maybe Id bought it, like, got the rights back after Midway They had 9. to, right? Because, like, Pete Hines came out and talked about it, so it must be theirs.
2: Mm-hmm. I just um, was so yeah, coming that's, out that's like, right with Doom Eternal, gonna...
1: but I guess it's like,
2: hey, can't play Doom Eternal? Buy Doom 64.
0: Uh, but also, yeah, Doom is Eternal's with... going to be on Switch. It is, just... This later uh this is coming I out Doom november the
1: day and date would switch yeah, yeah I th- i'm pretty sure it's day and date uh, wolfenstein okay. was okay
0: um uh, i don't i don't know um and then another left field announcement star wars jedi night 2 Jedi. Oh, yeah. is a, all is janky september 24th <laughs> you said this game is good didn't you um, it is good it. plays no, thomas
1: well. he was playing it like a while back
0: I, I play I played the hell out of this game. The multiplayer was amazing. Um, Cause I was kind
1: of tempted. I actually saw they're on sale on Steam right now, like all of the Star Wars games.
0: Yeah, the I'll I'll give you like the animations and stuff look goofy as fuck, but, um, but like the lightsaber is good. I like I like. There's a lot of things that you can do in this game with the lightsaber combat.
1: Because good lightsaber is all that matters in a Star Wars game. You can burn
0: the ground with the lightsaber. How about that? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Limbs. Uh, yep, yep, you can chop off limbs. Nice. Uh, my headset's dying, so let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> for
1: sure. <laughs> Kirby Clash is uh, free to play. Uh, That's available now. I tried, like, one mission on it. It's kind of weird. I want to do the multiplayer in it. I think we should do, like, a, a quick shot or something of it. Uh, like, the three of us. Sure. Maybe grab a friend, I don't know. Um, But it's, like, it's not Kirby. Like, you have... Powers and that you can choose between like sword Kirby, hammer Kirby, uh, like some kind of like a wand, and then like a like a potion or something, which I guess is like some kind of scientist. I don't know. I assume they're based they're on actual like, Kirby, you know, power ups. Yeah, but it's just like a boss rush thing yeah, it's where you Hunter. take that power Kirby. in there. Kind of. That's, yeah, that's what I've been hearing, and then like you use like the materials you get from that boss to, like, level up your weapons and your equipment and stuff. Yeah, that's I, d- I don't understand why this needed to be a Kirby game. It feels weird. But it's free to play. I mean, the mo- literally the most you can spend in this game is 40 bucks, And that unlocks, like, everything. So, like, it's a respectable... You know, it's a respectable thing if you do like it to know that you can't spend more than that. And you could spend as little as you want just to kind of help the grind. Um... So it's worth a shot. Uh, Luigi's Mansion
0: Three—they showed off Screen Park mode, pits two this eight players cool. against each other
1: in arena-style
0: ghost battles.
1: They also just had a new trailer in general that showed off like the mm-hmm. different floors of the hotel. Yeah, and like Luigi's Mansion One and Two didn't really grab me because of like the mansion idea where it all kind of looks the same. Um, but the, but this makes it feel more like each section of the hotel is like a different world in a Mario game. And so it's like, you know, there's a, like an Egyptian sand area and like a weird, like virtual reality, like space kind of area. I'm like, there was enough different types of things in there that I was kind of like, Oh, this is more of like an actual like platformer world type game with the Luigi's mansion elements. That's kind of neat. So it's not, it's not like a day one purchase for me, but I'm actually curious about it now.
0: Uh, there's some Pokemon Sword and Shield news. Uh, Justin, take it away.
1: Uh, d- I like nothing really interesting. Uh, I can, okay. It's okay. still... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, the character customization is great. Like, that's actually really surprising how much they're putting into that. Um, and the game looks a little better graphically, but it still looks really rough for a Switch game. Like, just a lot of, like, fuzzy, low-poly textures. Um... But like, there's been comparisons to old trailers, and you can tell that they're putting a lot more work in. You know, respect. But it's still. I'm gonna play it either way. I know, I am too, but I can't take it this seriously. Like, I just every trailer that comes out, I'm like, yeah, I'm still not sold, but I'm gonna buy it. Like, I I have to sell myself on Pokemon. You know, I don't need any convincing. I'm super excited to play this. Uh, I'm just saying, like the trailers aren't selling me. The idea, like the fact that it's a new Pokemon well, game. The tra- the I like the trailers, including the new Does it make sense? Pokemon.
2: I love that thing already.
1: That thing, it's okay. I wasn't super sold on any of the new Pokemon that they showed, but the tea was definitely the best. I just, I'm kind of upset that it's like. A I don't ghost, know the typing. It? I just like the idea of a ghost having a teapot. Just, and the pun. It's a tea pun. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great. pull tea. Pu- yeah, but like. There's there's not that many ghost Pokemon. I think it's like probably the lowest Fire's of worse, all the types. Yeah. And there's, are you sure no, about that? No, there's more fire I types wrong, than whatever. ghost types. They've added yeah. a lot of ghost types recently, but like the first the first two gens, I guarantee there were four less fire ghost types. types
2: than than ghost. I guarantee it.
1: I can Google it real quick. Um, but anyway, well, while, while, well, I'll finish this up and then you can talk while I Google. Um, the, there's a fan, uh, Pokemon game coming out called Pokemon oh, Sky awesome. and Sea, and they've been really, it. They, they actually look great. Uh, it used to be Ethereal Gates, you might know that, and they kind of rebranded it as Sky and Sea and, like, started over with a new art style and, uh, like, are bringing in some of the same Pokemon from that, but, like, kind of redesigned with a new look and everything. Um, anyway. They've been showing off some of the Pokemon there, like, every Friday or something like that. They they put out a few of them. And last week, I think it was, they put out one that was a tea... Like, a teacup-based tea Pokemon that was uh, Psychic and Fire. And it was really cool design. It was like a like a tea elephant kind of looking thing. Um, and then they showed this teapot, and I'm like, I'm having deja vu. Like That one was also a ghost, wasn't it? And, like, I looked it up, and it, it wasn't ghost. But... I liked it more, and that's kind of the point I'm getting at. It's like they they put out this kind of you know pretty cool tea type, tea pot Pokemon, but it's just a ghost. Like that's not that interesting because there, there's some really cool typings out there that they're not touching on. Um, and then like the others, like there's a another bird it's that's water and flying. We have two of them Well Multiple already.
2: different kind of animals
1: in different regions. There's Wingull, Water and Flying, and then there's a, another, I think an actual, uh, it's a Stork, I think, that's Water and Flying from like last gen or something like that. And so like, they're just, they're redoing the same thing, so, so they're not they're doing putting old Pokemon doing in the, doing for the for all their games. Reason. Yeah, but in the other games, like I'm not on the like, you know, bring back the National Dex team or whatever. But I'm just saying like, if they're going to put in new Pokemon, there should be a reason for them rather than just replacing old ones that they're not bringing back like bring back anything that already exists and then focus new pokemon on like type advantages and things like that that haven't been yeah, done before That
2: requires effort
1: it does but that's why this this gin just hasn't really appealed to me that much outside of yamper yamper's great but you can you can share. Uh, now. I'm gonna work I, out I love one. this. I'm, I'm
2: so looking forward to Sword and Shield. I, the customization looks awesome. Uh, the curry stuff. I'm not sure how much time I'm gonna put into that. I think it's neat, but like I, we'll see. It's one of. I like the idea, and I love the uh, the animations for it. It's just so freaking adorable. Um, I do love the idea about the whole like basically the uh, island thing from Sun and Moon, but like this whole park thing for the Pokemon to roam around in. I like that. Bring in this game. Uh, I like the new Pokemon. I mean, yeah, sure, it's the Stork and the Teapot, but whatever. I'm a boring motherfucker, so I like boring things. Um, I can't wait for this game. I'm so looking forward to play this game.
0: We uh, got okay. some news. Sorry,
1: mm-hmm. I, I, want, I just want to update real quick. Um, fire is actually okay. at 68 okay. total. Um, Which is like towards the top of how many there are. And ghost is 46. It is second from the bottom above ice. I struggle to find fucking fire types. Because there's just not like they tend to not be very well represented in the games. And there's quite a few of them that are legendaries also. They don't count. Um, Whereas most of the ghosts are like in the game. Repeated. But it is weird to me that Fairy, the newest type, is above Ghost, which has been around since off. the beginning. <laughs> There's just, they retconned they so many into being Fairy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, continue.
0: Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, crafting mode. Collect raw materials around the island. Craft tools. Use the tools to get more craftables.
1: A lot of stuff that's in the mobile game. Makes sense.
0: Uh, Trials of Mana Remake.
1: Still looks amazing. This was
2: the game that, that got me. I thought me it only looked okay to
1: me. Like it just. A...
2: Did you <clears> play Secret System two three? No, much? I didn't. But just from visual representation alone, I I thought the arts st- the, art, the art the art style doesn't gel with me.
1: The voice acting was terrible in that one scene. We got like, oh my god, yeah. Oh, I don't care about the voice acting and the art style. I agree, it's not the best. But like, it's just the fact that they're actually no, like, sure that, that the in game. itself is cool. Like, but like. Well, no, I just need, like, Secret of Mana 3D. Yeah, like, That agree. was a terrible remake. They phoned that in hard. This, like, they built a new engine. They're making yeah. this game from the ground up. And it makes me feel like they're actually, there's actually a future for the no. Mana series. Because why would they put no, so much work that. into this new engine to I, only just make just one game? It just
2: looked to me. It just looked generic. Like, like, the characters just look generic to me. That's all. I'm sure the game's going to be
1: amazing. I'm gonna, I'll play the Super Nintendo. I definitely like the art style of the original Game yeah. more. It's got a, such a cool sprite style that looks really clean. I look forward and, to playing yeah, that version since I have it. Like, yeah. No, definitely play that first.
0: Okay. Uh, Return of Overdin Uh This is a pretty cool adventure game. If the art style grabs you, eyes. go check
1: it, it out. It hurts it's my sucks. eyes. It's like Ugh. HD Game Boy. That
2: sword should never be a thing. It's got that... <laughs>
0: Uh, it's that weird, like, uh, dot art. Um, yeah. From, like, 90s computers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Rogue Company is a new team-based shooter. That from high-res cool. studios. People that did ch- trials. Yeah.
1: Is it uh, just on Switch, though? Because it's going to fail.
0: I don't know. It just says it's coming to Switch. It's probably going to go to PC as well, because they're high-res studios. Probably. Uh, coming in 2020. Tetris 99. Getting a new mode. I don't play this.
1: I don't game. I want to I don't play. play I mean, this I, every
2: versus. time I want to play more of it, I just forget. It's fun because it's just it's
1: yeah. I'm not good at Tetris, so like it's fun, but it's not my thing. But the two player versus is really cool, actually. It just sucks. Like you shouldn't have to pay for a multiplayer mode. Yeah. That feels it's weird. Just to buy me. the physical edition for thirty bucks. Which yeah, that's this yeah. It's a, a free game, game. but I kind of want the box, so I might just. I like what looking box! Well, no, it this it's not box. like the th- the 30 dollar version comes with a year of Switch online and then yeah. all of the DLC. And I like again.
2: looking at the box. It's so a 30 colorful bucks box, a good deal damn it. <laughs> I like looking at the box. Okay.
0: Um and then we have another Damon X that I talked that about earlier. already. Actually,
2: Go download the demo, yes. seriously, if you're, it's, it's, the game's gonna die. Like, I hate to say that about Damien X Machina, but the game is being sent out to die, but please go play the demo, uh, cause apparently the developer for the Marvelous, which they share money, uh, apparently they copyright, they claim a lot of stuff on YouTube, so you may not see a lot of stuff on YouTube for this, um, so, yeah, this game's gonna die, <laughs> and I hate that, cause it looks so badass and cool.
0: And then, to a follow-up to the direct, uh, Nintendo released uh, a video uh, teasing their new peripheral. This, this is so weird. Uh,
2: this is the, the one idea the Miyamoto got. It really they don't have a name
1: There's more information coming out on the 12th. There's no name okay. or anything yet.
0: But essentially, it's like a rubber wheel that I'm you stick a your Joy-Con lines, into, people. and then you also get,
1: and then you also get like a thigh pad for the other Joy-Con. But it's like a tension wheel. It's not just like, you know, a, a steering wheel or anything. It's actually like kind of, it's like rubber bandy. Yeah. So like yeah, you can yeah. pull on it and like, you know, spring it in. And like there's, it, this is definitely like a switch fit type thing. It is. Totally. Without the balance board. But I don't yep. know. It's kind of neat. Because like this is the kind of thing that will get, oh, I see the little, the little like, uh, thigh strap thing. Yeah, the thigh I didn't bit. notice that before. Yeah. Um, but this is the kind of thing that can actually be used for other stuff outside of just one game. Whereas the balance board pretty much was just for Wii Fit or Wii U Fit, whatever. Um, like, we still have ours in the basement. Just doing, doing nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. But this, like, it could be used as a steering wheel or, you know, whatever else. It seems like a more diverse peripheral and I think that's the idea they're coming up with. It's like a multi-tool.
0: Yeah. They oh, showed off some people yeah, using it like a steering wheel, so will probably get Mario Kart support. Mm-hmm. Um, it also showed off, like, I don't know why this is even relevant, but, like, everyone around the world using it.
2: In- inclusion. I didn't,
0: that didn't make I mean, any sense good. to me.
1: I, yeah. I guess. Okay. I don't know. But if it's has oh, like, oh, got, like, strength training elements, that's pretty cool. I'd use it.
0: Yeah, we'll know more about it on September twelfth. So, it's just weird. Nintendo yeah. being Nintendo. Talk about it next um, week. So we also have a question again this week. Mike, uh, the TV. Mike, uh, he's Sorry. asked. I'm gonna do that every time <laughs> if he has questions. He's. A, <laughs> uh, he's asked us what's uh, a 2020 title that you're looking forward to. I'll go
2: first and say I I, I already know it.
0: I think we all like set ours yeah. during is the Chronicles,
2: Nintendo Direct. HD, uh, Divinity, uh not HD. d a- eight Is it Chronicles definitive edition. That's it.
1: I can't even think of everything that's we coming don't really, in
2: twenty twenty. I feel like we don't. Uh
1: oh, yeah.
0: Cyberpunk is coming next year, right? Um uh Deadly Premonition two. Like those are two- uh Charles yeah, Mana is that
1: 2020, yours, as yeah. of right now. Yeah. At least as far as, yeah. like, the yeah. announcements we have so far. Because, like, I'm sure the Breath of the Wild sequel is coming That's next year and things this. like that. But we have a guaranteed release date okay. for this one.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: want to see what happens to that Oh, new yeah. The Battle game. Royale
2: game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it's going to
1: be. Watch. <laughs> <The Battle> Halo <laughs> 5, and, or 6, Infinite, intrigues Infinite. me. But we don't know it enough yet. What happened last so time exactly. put
2: Infinite in their title? Yeah, I want to care. All for them.
0: Oh, what,
2: what
1: was this?
0: What? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, Dude, don't put
2: Infinite in your title. It doesn't okay. work out for you. Um, yeah. Because that was that the only sense. thing wrong with that game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing uh, wrong yeah, with I'm that game. I'm looking forward to seeing Thomas go through the Weeb factory that is Tokyo Mirage Sessions Encore.
0: Oh, yeah, that's coming out next January. <laughs>
2: I get zero collection yeah. and that in January. Fuck yeah, 2020 is already starting off good, even though my knee is giving out on me.
1: Alright, you, don't, you need don't need to play games. Uh, so, yeah, You're let's positive. wrap this up. Justin, where can people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or twitch um i'm trying to do some like restream stuff with mixer but they've been a butt about getting me my stream key so we'll see if that happens but i will be playing some more super metroid on the sds online service over the next few weeks until uh link's awakening hd comes out i figure i streamed the original game i should stream the hd version too you can find me ben. at
2: twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy, where you will be blessed with the anime titty, with the occasional Godzilla tweet, and a whole lot of nonsense.
0: And you can find me on Twitter, csgthomas. Thomas. Uh, I tweet out when we're going live. You guys can always tweet us the, a question to ask on the show, just <laughs> like Mike. My email is thomas at chargeshot.com. Uh, you can find us on all kind of podcasting networks, and until then, guys, enjoy. Mike! The TV.
1: I so <laughs> don't understand what that is. Did,
0: did we not give you a link to Mike the TV?